Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the Nothing Catchy Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Dewey. Glad to be here to talk football, talk week three, how it's in the books. Well, it was a crazy one for sure. Um, I'm personally bummed. I wish that uh, there was a different outcome. But such is life. Such is life. Um, there are some massive scores this week. So if you had a Miami Dolphins player, congratulations, you probably won. Um, let alone, potentially, if you had two or three. Um, I don't know if anybody on our team or on a league has more than one. Um, let's see real quick. The person who probably does scored the most points, ironically, only has a Miami kicker. How crazy is that? They must have literally played one of the best games this week. But we'll get into that. We'll get into the scores. We're going to go over the scores, who won, who lost. We're going to talk about my record and how that is going, my predictions record. And then also go through another week of predictions. Um, and we'll see kind of how it goes. It's going to be a short one this week, um, mainly because, yeah, I'm really tired. Um, got kid stuff going on. Got kids in school. And so... Um, literally feel like I have stuff happening all the time. And so I'm trying to squeeze it in here real quick before I go on to the next week. So anyways, we'll start out this week talking about the wins and losses. We'll start with my first week here. I was so close, so close. I scored 130 points and it was not enough to win because my opponent at the current time of recording, there's still four and a half minutes left in the game of the Bengals game. And he has scored 149 points. Um, so team Anubis. Uh, again, that's what I'm calling you. Uh, you won this week. Congratulations. Um, but not by without the effort of my team doing their best. But the truth is, is I went up against Mostert, Raheem Mostert, and he had 41 points. That's kind of the main reason. If you would have had an average week from Raheem Mostert, I had, would have had a good chance of winning this week. Um, I had two massive plays. Kirk Cousins again. Another great week by Kirk Cousins. And then Keenan Allen. Those were the two big guys on my side. Um, and honestly, Raheem Mostert was the only big one on his side. Everybody else was pretty average. Um, Justin Jefferson, you could say it's a big, good week. He had 24 points, but uh, everybody else was pretty much average. Um, but still, an, if, if everybody's average, that's a lot of points that you can score each week. So uh, congratulations, Team Anubis going 2-1, and one, and Pang Wangle, myself, going 1-2. and two. Uh, Next up, we got Doug's team, which is the Montenegas. Mud Dogs. Looks like he's pulling off a win here. Um, this one could be close. There could be a slightly different outcome, uh, depending. Again, Vladineda needs Kyrie Williams to step it up and play and get a touchdown if he can. Um, again, there's three. Now it's, wow, the time really changed. I don't think there was a minute worth of time of talking, but now it's three minutes and 30 seconds. Um, and uh, he needs Williams to do really well um, or. McAfee, Mac, McPherson, the kicker, to kick more. Um, but the truth is, Montenegro's Mud Dogs has uh, Puka Nakua, so it could still balance itself out there, depending. So um, with a six-point lead um, and that much time left, I'm confident to say that it's all good. So if by the time I am done recording this, that changes, I will correct my um, statistics in line, and we'll go from there. Next is G Money Mess. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Going up against Team Jake Fitzy. Gotta love it. One pulled off the win. Uh, so he's going to two and one. 
and Team Jake Fitzy's going to one and two as well. Oh, by the way, the um, the Montenegro Mud Dogs versus Vladinator. If that sticks, Montenegro Mud Dogs are going to go to two and one, and Vladinator is going to be going to zero and three, which is so interesting because honestly, I think Vladinator has one of the best teams in my opinion, um, still. So yeah, rough rough go so far of, of who he's been playing. Um, next game we have, by the way, for people who are listening to this who are not in our league and it's a little hard to follow, we actually have some people change their names because we had some trades go down. I actually should go over those here in a little bit. Um, and so we have some team name changes. So Jake Prosser has changed his names to Mahome, Sweet Mahome, and he has a picture of him kissing Jason Kelsey or uh, Patrick Mahomes um, as his logo. So there's that. And it did not help him. He lost this week. Um, and, yeah, he went up against Chase on the case. So that means uh, Mahomes, Sweet Mahomes, or Jake Prosser is going to go to one and two, and Chase on the case is going three and zero oh this week, which was pretty good, pretty average game though. There, um, that was ninety nine points. Well, actually, I think he has a. Do they have anybody in there? Yeah, Jamar Chase could go out, could bring up some more points on that one. Um, so yeah, we're still there's still a chance for slightly more points on that one. It's weird. It says that. Um, uh, Mahomes, sweet Mahomes, or Jake Prosser has could still get more points, but looking at his team, he has nobody playing right now. So I don't know why it says he could still get more points. But um, that game's over. Um, Chase on the case one, and looking looking handy on that one. Uh, next up, you got Free Kamara versus another name change. Um, this one is pretty sure Doug B. Hayton. Because Doug was not happy with all of the name changes. So he, Matt Zacharias, changed his name to Purdy Sure Doug B. Hayton. And this week, Purdy, Purdy Sure Doug uh, B. Hayton had the highest score. And that was a doozy of a score at 165 points going up against Free Kamara, who scored a reasonable and respectable 116 points, uh, but was definitely not enough this week. Um, yeah, we'll go into some of the trades, but he made the Matt uh, Matt Zacharias or pretty sure Doug B. Hayton literally was taking all I was talking about and where the value is of the players and using that stuff, and he he was able to acquire and do some more trades, um, and he got a QB who did what I said a pretty good score off of the waiver wire, and what did it show? A really good week. So I'm not sure if he used my my strategy exactly, but I mean. He literally did all the things, getting rid of a few of his key, really high-end players for more depth and more value, and then stream is streaming the QB position. So, um, and it paid off pretty well. Um, next up is was catching Kelsey versus the Goffenheimer. Uh, this game is over as well, and it looks like Goffenheimer won. Uh, oh, I forgot to tell the score. Free Kamara will drop to two and one, and pretty sure Doug B. Hayton will be going one and two. Um, catching Kelsey is uh, going to lose to Goffenheimer. Catching Kelsey is going to be 2 and 1. Goffenheimer is going to be 2 and 1. So, that's kind of how the game's broke down this week. What did that mean for me in my predictions? Well, I went one one win, one correct and five losses. So that puts my record for this season as my for my picks as 6 and 6. We'll see if I can uh fix that and and move forward. Um, real quick, before we go and do my predictions for this week, I am going to go over the trade. So I got to scroll up here. People were making some moves this week. 
it was tons of trades, tons of um, waiver wire acquisitions, um, just absolute craziness. Um, especially, it's funny, after I, I had that one potential trade, when it fell through, and then everybody knew who Matt was willing to trade and just went to town. Um, so what one of the trades that went down was uh, Matt, Zachar- Zari- Mac- Matt Zacharias, there we go, he received A.J. Brown. And he, um, or excuse me, um, Matt Zacharias sends A.J. Brown to, who is this, Jay Riddenfidel, so which is Free Kamara. So A.J. Brown went to Free Kamara, and ironically, he sent Kamara and Jamal Williams to Matt Zacharias. So, so pretty much that was kind of the swap, wanting New Orleans backfield for A.J. Brown, Um I personally think that AJ Brown, the AJ Brown side, won that trade pretty handily because I don't believe Alvin Kamara is going to do that well. Nor do I think Jamal Williams is going to do that well either as a whole. But I, who knows? I've been pretty terrible. But looking at that, that would be my prediction. I think that that was a pretty lopsided in favor of AJ Brown and surprised that there was no issues or complaints about that one. Um, but what I'm learning is this league values the wide receiver. It seems like much more than they do the running back position, which we'll see how that goes at the end of the year. Um, so yeah, next there was a trade. Jake Prosser pulled off one, um, with Matt Zacharias as well. Um, when Jake saw the blood in the water and that Patrick Mahomes was on the market, he went after him sending Jake or Joe Burrow over and Kenneth Walker for Patrick Mahomes and Kareem Hunt. Now, when I break that down, you know, Kareem Hunt's not guaranteed to be the lead back. In fact, after this week, I think we've determined that uh, Kareem Hunt probably is going to be a backup role for most part and not actually a huge, huge piece to it. Kenneth Walker, though, is a big piece and definitely going to be worth the the grab. Um, so... I would say the winner of that that but the running back piece is the Kenneth Walker side, the Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes. At the current moment, um, Patrick Mahomes is winning that head-to-head point value pretty substantially. Um, yeah, almost to the point where um, I don't know. I <laughs> that that almost seems like a really bad trade. Um, and that Joe Burrow is not an equivalent type of a player um, to Patrick Mahomes in terms of points. I mean, you had week one, three points, week two, 16 points, week three, nine points. He's never broken 20, never even broken 18, which honestly 18 is a low scoring week. So, I mean, you're banking on the hope that Joe Burrow eventually will get this uh, anch- or this calf thing figured out and not going to become an IR situation. But if that doesn't happen, um, you, in a sense, traded Kenneth Walker for Patrick Mahomes. Why is nobody complaining about that one? You know, Patrick Mahomes is not the same as Kenneth Walker. I would say that would be a Patrick Mahomes favor, but whatever. I, again, I still stand by the fact that people shouldn't be able to veto and stuff like that. So it is what it is. I say Jake really did win that one handily, I think, in the long run, um, based on that breakdown. Um, however... If you're going to take the side of running backs are more valuable than the QB, then Matt would actually probably have won that that one because he's getting a starting running back and can stream the QB. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, the truth is also Jacob Jacob traded for uh, Patrick Mahomes when he has Tua Tunga Viola on his on his bench. So I mean, I don't, I, I don't know why Jake went with that went with that trade. I mean, he gave up a ton of his depth at running back to have Patrick Mahomes while he had already one of the best running back or QBs. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's such a weird trade to me. Um, but it definitely made Matt stronger in the long run. He got his running backs that he was looking a running back for he was, what he was looking for. So, uh, power to him on that one. Then we had, um, some roster moves. Uh, oh, those were waiver claims. We need to go into that. Um, another trade with Matt Zacharias. Yep. That one was processed. That one's processed. Just kidding. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I think there was another trade. Yeah. Then Jake Prosser um, decided to go for a trade again, this time with Vladdy Daddy. Um, Vladdy Daddy is getting Deonta, Devonta Smith, uh, Philly's wide receiver. And Vlad... Uh, wait, am I seeing this right? No. Excuse me. Vladdy Daddy is sending Devonta... Devonta Smith, yeah, to Jake Prosser. Jake Prosser is sending to Vladdy Daddy, Drake London, and Kyron Williams. So, again, Jake's showing that he doesn't really care about the or the running back. Um, so, I I don't know. Uh, it was interesting in our chat. <laughs> he's been giving up all these running backs. So, he gave up Kyrie Williams. He gave up um, Kenneth Walker. <laughs> and... Yeah, so he gave up those two running backs, um, which I would say are potentially two starting level running backs. Um, and he said, anybody interested in Tua Tunga Viola? I'm willing to trade for running back depth. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, if anybody's listening to this, don't trade running backs for QBs because you can get the depth of a QB off of the waiver wire. You can't get the depth of running backs. So you're trading away something that you're going to try to replenish later with a further trade. It just, ugh. anyways, it is, it is what it is. We're going to see how it pans out, but I'm uh, a little hint for the future stuff. I'm kind of betting against Jake for the rest of the season. <laughs> I'm just saying, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So those are kind of some trades that went down this week. I am just happy that we were actually getting trades to go through. Um, Last year, we didn't even get one to go through. And now we've already had like four or five. So really, really awesome that people are willing to trade. I think it's great. I think it's fun for the game. Um, but we'll see. We'll see, what, we'll see what happens here coming up. Um, okay. So week four. What is happening week four? What are my predictions? Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, type these up. We've got Pang Wangle versus Free Kamara. I'm not going to vote over myself on this one. We are going Free Kamara. He's going to pull off the win. Even though I'm currently projected to win that round, you never know. You never know. My teams are playing some interesting, tough games. Um, my main running back's playing Philly. My other running back's playing New England, both of which are good defenses typically. Um, my best wide receiver's going to Vegas. Probably going to be fine there. Um yeah, we'll see. We'll see what kind of what happens here. Um, but I don't know. It's always so hard. It's always hard to pick. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, I'm going with Free Kamara. Free Kamara is gonna pull it off the win. Uh, next you got Chase on the case versus Montenegro Mud Dogs. And you know what? This is my underdog pick. I'm going with Montenegro Mud Dogs. I'm gonna predict you guys are gonna knock Chase off the case. 
uh, for their first loss this week uh, for the season. That's my prediction. Next up, week or next matchup number three, Vladineta versus Team Jake Fitzy. Um, I'm going actually with the Vladineta, even though he's 0-2. I'm going for it. I'm pulling for you. You got this. Um, next, Mahomes, sweet Mahomes versus God Love It. Both one and one. I'm going with God Love It. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jake. Mahomes, sweet Mahomes. Ain't happening. Uh, next. We got Catching Kelsey versus Pretty Sure Doug B. Hayton. And who knows, by next week, that name could change. And because of that, I'm going Catching Kelsey. Catching Kelsey's going to beat out Pretty Sure Doug B. Hayton because he's going to keep changing his name. That 165 points was a fluke. Probably not. But I'm saying it was. We'll see what happens. Number six, last matchup, Goffenheimer versus Team Anubis, both one and one. I'm going Goffenheimer. I'm going to say they're going to pull it off. They're actually projected to win by a lot right now. Um, we're going to see what Team Anubis chooses to do with his QB situation. He currently only has one T QB rostered, and that's Justin Fields. And Justin Fields has not been doing so hot. Um, let's look here what his score is so far, 15, 16, 11. Now, he could be changing, could be coming out of that. He is going to up against Denver, who is real bad. So, I mean, just had six, 70 points hung on them. I don't think that'll happen again. But um, but who knows? You, you, that would be an interesting to see what happens there um, if he goes ahead and gets a new QB. I don't know if he'll drop his QB or not. Um, looking, let me go to his... Oh, yeah, Team Anubis, there we go. His bench, he could drop uh, Dobson... Um, he could drop uh, Bigsby. Uh, he could drop quite a few people. Shamaz JP Ryan. Pretty much his whole bench except for Warren. I think he could probably drop um, and and be fine. So I think he'll pick up a QB. Players that are available, just so I'm just curious who we got here. Let's look at QBs real quick. Um, yeah, he's got – I mean, you could, you could totally play Shroud. Um, CJ Shroud has gotten 21 points and 20 points the last two weeks. Going up against Pittsburgh, though, it's a little harder of a game, so maybe not. Um, he could he could grab Hal. Oh, no, don't grab Hal. Um, what did Baker Mayfield do today? Did he do anything? No, he didn't do anything. Geno Smith, did he do anything? No, not really. But he's going up against the Giants, so actually he might do something. Here's the thing. We'll see if he goes to Jake to try to get uh, Tua Tonga Viola and trade out some of his uh, <laughs> get some of his running back depth. Even though I don't think he really has much running back depth, to be honest with you, um, his flexes. Uh, I mean, he does have a little bit, but I think he's kind of a glass cannon over there. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, that is going to wrap it up for today's show. Um, like I said, six and six on the season for predicting. One last time, free Camara, Montenegro Mud Dogs, Vladinator, gotta love it. Catching Kelsey and Goffenheimer are my predictions for this next week. I hope you all have a fantastic week. Hope you get your waiver wire picks, and we will talk to you next time. See ya.